Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. As though. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. September 13, 2023, I guess. You're listening to the Good Time Culture Podcast. This show is handcrafted, selected for your listening pleasure in a small little town that we call the Mighty Mighty OX, otherwise known as Oxnard. I am OG Mutt Dog. And on the other mic, you'll find Hollywood. And together, we are your ancient astronaut theorists of record. And before I end, shout out to the Portland Nike store. Dude, because of hard times, of high stealing, their world headquarters store, you know, uh, the economy is bad. The economy in Portland is going bad. They had to actually close the doors in the mighty headquarters of Nike. <sighs> what are the Nike heads going to do now in Portland? So, now. So, you know what they say? Go woke, go broke, as they say. So, before I end, remember, get a pen and paper, press record, and bring the children in together to make sure everyone understands that everything that Hollywood and I speak about on this show. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have a guest. What's your name again? Dirk McGurk. Dirk McGurk. Dude. Dude. And I just watched my one of my favorite movies, Joe Dirt. So I like that <laughs> name. Seriously. Uh, so before we end, I want to make sure that everyone understands that everything, and I mean everything that we speak about on this show, is protected opinion. All right, Hollywood, let's go. Yeah, where nonsense meets reality. You'll find us here every week on a Wednesday night, uh, bringing you the nonsense. Uh, thanks. Uh, I was going to give deem you special K, but uh, Dirk McGurk, huh? Okay. <laughs> Dirk, dude. Okay, I like it. Uh, I like it. So, yeah, we brought in <laughs> brought in a, a, new, um, a new butt over here in the seat, so this should be a, a fun show where we got lots to cover here this week. Uh, a lot of weird news, a lot of, uh, a lot of good news, too, so... We're gonna get we're gonna get into it. Uh, you can basically you can find us just about anywhere, but we you know I would prefer you guys go to locals and look us up on there. Good Times Culture Podcast. That's where you can donate and kind of interact a little bit more. But uh, you can also email us. There's an email uh, in our description of the show, so you can kind of get in touch with us. And you know if we ever get get banned by uh, Spotify again or whatever they did to us when they bought up Anchor and we lost all of our our listeners. You guys will be able to stay in contact with, with us with that email. So, And ironically, you can also find us on Spotify. Nice. We are everywhere. And then uh, I am going, I have a meeting tomorrow with uh, Matthew at 
It's called Content Safe, and uh, we'll have more information next week about that. But it should be pretty good because it looks like we'll be able to get on um, all the video streaming platforms. Uh, we'll be audio only right now until we get a video uh, stream going, but that'll be cool. We'll be on Rumble and uh, BitChute. I, I uh, hold on. I don't think Odyssey, but uh, there's a couple I, other ones he's putting it on. Have you seen the video that Theo Vaughn put out just about a week ago about going through an agency like that mm, and uh, how you got burned? Mm. And a lot of the commercials they started bringing to them to start reading that, like, say they got 50 50, he was only getting like 2%. It, it it was some shenanigans going on, man. And we're talking about close to millions of dollars. Mm. I'm not saying we generate that kind of revenue, but it was similar to something like an agency, like what we're doing. Like they go out and hustle, get the get the mm. advertisers or put your content out. And it, it's only like a 20-minute one on Theo Vaughn's channel. But uh, it was – I meant to, to send it to you too. I don't know. Well, if you, we already know that through No Agenda. Shout out No Agenda, by the way. No Agenda podcast. Dude, number one show in America. But they are, um, they do a value for value uh, type of situation. So they don't have advertisers on their podcast and they just basically have people uh, donate what they think they got out of the show, you know, and it's, uh, oh, it's a, pretty cool. It's I'll a really, it, yeah. it's a really good way to get around what Mud Dog was saying with uh, the sponsorships. Basically, they're the the real. That's how they get people to be banned is because yeah. they get you yep. know they pull your advertising or threaten to. So these guys they've been able to uh, outmaneuver that advertising uh, mechanism, which is pretty fascinating because they, you know, they're unbannable at this point unless they shut their website down or whatever. But even then, I just was hearing John Dvorak saying that, or Adam Curry talking about exactly what you're saying that they're so backed up that. They would have to shut down the internet, so you then that's the only way you couldn't get their show. The way they're so backed up mm. that you, they would have to actually turn off the literal internet. Yeah, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get into that after we we do a little um, appetizer here to kind of wet the whistle, get us uh, get us Dude, ready for our show. Got him again, but this is a live performance. From Oliver, it looks like there's a bunch of people there. Shine Down uh, and Papa Roach was there. I think this is in Louisiana or something like that. But um, it says here, Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Where is that? I don't know. But uh, if anybody hasn't kind of been paying attention to what's going on with Oliver, he just put out a, a video yesterday where he's blowing up so much that, you know, they're booking him at these these venues You've heard of this guy, right? Yeah. Yes. They're booking them at these venues, and they're starting to charge crazy amounts of money uh, to the point of 150 bucks per ticket. Oh, wow. And these are country you know, country fairs or whatever, so they're supposed to be really cheap. And he uh, just came out with a video yesterday saying that uh, he's canceling the this big show because the venue uh, was charging too much, and he felt like it was going to end up, you know, like a family of four or whatever going to his show you know, 600 bucks. But so he literally canceled the show and said that he'll make good. Uh, he'll make good to everybody that wanted to see him. And they're trying to do like a $25 ticket is what he said. He's trying to do. And it's just like, man, what a stud. Somehow the uh, headphones, I'm, I'm losing hearing. Oh, okay. No, let's see. One moment. 
Okay, we're back after a little technical difficulty. Here is Oliver Anthony. Hey, it's still better than what we got now. Ooh. It's a live performance, too. I don't know if this is going to be good. I've watched it, but it was really good when I watched it. It's just with headphones on, it doesn't sound as good. that this guy is going to be for reals because I've because of what social media we're seeing a guy that is like that was one of us that you know just two months ago he you know had a job and trying to do whatever he's trying to do follow a dream have you seen his dream how he left everything they bought a home homestead and they want to get chickens and stuff like that but seeing a guy go from that to being a like uh, being famous, you know, where he says he's being recognized everywhere he goes and not forgetting, you know, it seems like a lot of people who as soon as they get a little taste of uh, fame, they forget the little guys, they forget where they're from, they kind of forget real quick. It's just I hope this guy really is the real deal, you know what I'm saying, because I like his story. Does he have a – does he have kids? Married and stuff, or is he single? He's married. Okay. Oh, he, okay. I thought you knew his story. Uh-uh. Okay. He was, he kind of dropped out of school, had a good sales job, had a good, uh, hmm. him and his wife, him and it, he, he had a great interview. I'm sorry, with uh, uh, Jordan Peterson mm-hmm. and a great interview. I mean, dude, I, I, yeah, it was good. And, um, he followed his steps. Jordan Peterson's like when his wife and him got married and everything. And right before this, you know, he gave his life to the Lord. He he left weed. He left drinking. He left everything. And he and his wife goes, you know, he goes, you know, I don't want to live like this. So they sold their house. They sold everything. And they bought like land. He goes, Are you, do you want to follow my vision? So he goes, for a couple of years, we're going to have to live in a trailer. We'll build the farm. And so he and his wife sold all their stuff, quit their jobs, and they went out there and they bought land, they homestead. He's like all into like raising chickens out in the wild mm-hmm. and all that kind of crap or stuff, sorry. <laughs> and just real grounded kind of guy, you know. And now he's like, 
it's funny that this is happening is all because this is what me and my wife were praying for, like to do something with, with, with all this, you know. He just got married just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, this is something, it's just, that's why I'm telling you, I, I just hope this guy for reals is the real thing because it, it just proved that prayer works and, you know, I, I don't know. He mm-hmm. seems like a good person and his story is really interesting. Any I've, any angles from from Special well, K over makes here? Me, uh, that makes me want to check out that interview with Jordan Peterson. Mm. That guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot to say. Helps you kind of think. Well, mm-hmm. this guy, if I'm going to use a word they use for black guys, very articulate. Yeah. This white dude, redhead dude. I mean, if he's impressing Jordan Peterson and he didn't even finish No, school, no, me. Listening to listen because you're hearing this guy right. You think he's a country boy, got some slang, right. whether he did or not. He was very, I mean, holding his own, having a conversation with George with a professor, right? Yeah, and you're going, wow. It, 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 like you're saying, it's it's a yeah, very. I was know, very impressed. Taking yeah, exactly. If yeah, he didn't finish really, you know, normal traditional education, and he's a. Uh, you know, kind of keeping it up with the uh, with a professor Jordan Peterson of all, like very articulate. It, it just proved what we said that there's really intelligent let's, people around the working the class people too. There's some smart people around the working class people too. You know, you used up all your time. Let's get to the back to this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just gushed about that interview, man. What's cool is uh, I think that's that's Papa Roach right there, right? Yeah. This guy? Yeah, I think so. I didn't realize they were still doing, like, tours and stuff. That's kind of cool. I, I always actually kind of liked Papa Roach myself. I know a lot of people uh, they got kind of a bad rap, but uh, I don't know. I kind of always liked them. No. You guys want to keep listening to this or no. go on? Next. Moving on. Right, let's I'm, I'm, I'm tired of looking at freaking redheads. <laughs> Ugly bastards. Get used to it, buddy. Dude. Dude. I'm right here in front of you all day long. That, that's what that vaccination was all about to get rid of y'all. You that was the plan. Behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. See? See? Yes. BlackRock. Where do you guys want to go? I 9 11 is really on my mind, but I know there's been. Uh, that was my dad's birthday. Wow, nine eleven was. Wow. Yeah. wow. yeah, ever since that happened, he has to. Uh, he he's every year he goes up to Tahoe, spends a month there, and does his very best to stay away from TVs. <laughs> he's tired of hearing how terrible his birthday is. Whoa! <laughs> it, it got to him. Wow. And, I mean, you know, he was a LAPD <laughs> for twenty three years, I think, mm-hmm. and. Wow. Yeah. You know, that's in and, and you know, so he was really he loved the fact that his birthday was nine one one. 
he liked that. And now he just sort of wants to avoid it all the time. It's crazy. Kind of really fuck with his head. I mean, mess with his head. What's, uh, what were you get? What were you doing on nine 11 when it happened? Well, you I, remember? Called him, I, I called him. You was sure. like, you birthday, it was your dad's birthday. Yeah, so. so I, you know, have to call him up, say happy birthday. It's probably the biggest joy of his day. Um, you know, just to hear from us. Cause he's, you know, I haven't sell he, I think maybe one or two times since, uh, 2001, I've actually been with him on his birthday. Wow. So every year he goes, huh? Every wow. year he goes. And then a couple of times he was just like, you know what? I want to see my kids in person on my birthday. Crazy. He just goes by himself somewhere. No, with my mom. Oh, okay. Okay. No, no, no. He, they, they, they just out. get out. Yeah. yeah. They get out. They go on like a, a boat ride. You know, where they they don't have TVs on the boat. But now it must be a little easier because no one talks about it hardly really. It's I mean a lot of the a, a lot of the media bring up it's still know, it's still residual there. in there, the yeah. Anniver- number anniversary mm-hmm. and yeah. you know. Well I'm just because again I've I've noticed even through YouTube on nine eleven there was very it certainly has died down a little bit. A lot. A lot. What were you doing when you saw the planes I was wrecking? Working. Where are you working? I nine o'clock in the morning. I remember that's when I found out how cold hearted industry really is. <laughs> Get and back to work. We had so much orders. We were we were pumping out so much for feeding the oil industry of Russia during the time. And um and here in the United States and I remember our bosses stopped, called us outside, told us that our country was attacked. That we didn't know very much. We didn't have very much, very many details. Hmm. This is the most we get. And once you just get back to work, that'd be the best thing we could do for our country. Hmm. And we're like, oh, like looking. All of us wanted to go home and watch the news. Nobody, well, nobody. Well, I don't remember anyone. I, I, if I made three parts that day on a twelve hour on a ten hour exactly. shift, there was this yeah. weird ominous feeling that you weren't sure if it was over because there were so many different events. And they happened so separated. Yeah, and they were like over the period of the day type of yeah. thing. And you were going, what just happened? An- another? What happened? And it was, yeah, it and was. I remember it kept, ha- I I got a, I had pneumonia. I was in Seattle and just got back from camping and got freaking pneumonia. So I was at home, you know, sick as a dog when I, you know, and I remember my, uh, my dad came running down. Actually, it was my dad's girlfriend came running down and was like, you need to turn on TV. You know, I was like, whoa. Holy crap. But uh, what's really bizarre is just literally, I'm not joking, you guys, literally the week before my cousin and I were both talking that it's, it's so weird that we live in this world where nobody fucks with us. And we were talking about being the U.S. and oh, how yeah. like nobody yeah. ever screws with us. It's just really weird kind of feeling to always be, you know, dominant in a situation. We were just kind of riffing back and forth. And then this, you know, that thing. Definitely got a sense up. of vulnerability that day. But yeah, when you asked earlier, I actually thought you meant. No, like, like yeah. This year. No. What was I doing? No, in 01, yeah. did it happen? Um, that more, I, every morning it was before I had to go to college. And um, so I get up early and I have like a, probably like a half a pot or a full pot of coffee. And I got that ready, got my coffee, went in to have a cigarette and watch the news like I usually did and turned it on and it was just like alerts and all kinds of mayhem. You could just see 
and I changed the channel because it wasn't the new station I wanted to watch. I wanted to watch a different one. And I switched it to that, and it was just like showing this one plane in, you know, video of the first. And then I saw live the second one, and I just was, at first I thought, you know, oh, okay, maybe, you know, airline screwed up, pilot error or computer glitch error on the on the plane itself. But when the second one hit, mm-hmm. you knew. It just hit. You were just, this is coordinated. This, this is impossible for this to happen mm-hmm. twice. And there was, in between the two planes, there was the Virginia stuff going on, right? Was that in that? I'm trying to remember the window because it was. I think the two planes went in first. Oh, and then everything else was after the Pentagon, the Pentagon and all that? I think, and then the other plane went down. Huh, I, I th- think if if I remember memory yeah. serves right, I don't. I'm not 100 percent on that, mm. but I want to say that was the sequence of events. So someone brought it up on a podcast because a bunch of people are doing 9/11 podcasts this week. But the first thing he brought up, he goes, "Where's the missile battery? Where's the missile battery array? The anti-aircraft array that's at the Pentagon? Like they don't have a anti-aircraft, you know, missile array like Patriot missile system that." pops up when things come in like what my how my, how does the pentagon not have that my 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 aircraft uh, has something that doesn't i don't know you'd hope but, so but you know people are incompetent everywhere my other side what was appalling <laughs> to me is our government taking uh, also the in my lifetime it was the first time it seemed like everybody was like united with like you know Everybody dug their heels on. They're like, come on, motherfuckers. Yep. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yep. And the government used that momentum to go into Iraq, to go into Desert Storm, to start all that, all mm-hmm. this stuff that we ended there for 30 years. They used that momentum for us to, to justify these, that 30 years of Americans dying in mm-hmm. foreign land. But Americans... I'm, it didn't mean, it didn't matter what color you were, what background, if you were only here for a week, it was like, everybody dug their stuff and like, come on. Yeah. There's, bring it on. there's a, I think it was Dick Cheney from the new American century, I think is what it was called as a think tank. And they literally, he literally says in one of their papers that we need to have a new Pearl Harbor so that we can unify the Americans around you know, a single threat. And then I think that was two years before. And then boom, we get our new Pearl Harbor. Like you said, it unifies the country. You're right. I've never seen so many American flags. You know, it wasn't even uh, American flags. Again, that was another people taking advantage. Remember they were selling you American flag packages. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can get one for the car. You can get one for the disc. Like that made me sick to my stomach. Watch seeing on the side of the road tons of car Remember? flags that broke off, and they're just laying like sacrilege, disgracing the flag mm. with it all up. I mean, everywhere. Like a, mm. it was like maybe six, seven months after nine eleven. Once you, everyone, keep going. Just, you know, you're, you're turning me on with this patriot talk. Keep going. It, keep going. Oh, yeah. Getting, oh boy. Well, you said we're looking there. for liberals, uh, man. Man, but dude, it, I didn't realize we we're we we're in the vicinity of a true patriot here. No, there's a flag it, on the ground. What about 90 better watch out. The, it pissed I like me the it. hell off. No, I completely agree and, uh, it, and it, commend you for that. Same. Again, that that's what made me sick. Again, another group taking advantage of the, a momentum that was actually. That's how it always I, works. I, 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 if I may say, I never felt more like an American 
a United States American citizen, then that day, if it may, sounds ironic, right? But it was like, come on, right. man. Come on. And he, who is it? Who? We were ready. It isn't like we were wanted to go with an attack and we were just like, who else? Yeah, but anyways. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to say about 9-11. Um, you know, we, uh, I don't know if we've ever really, we've never really dug into all the weird little conspiracies that are behind you know not necessarily like what happened or or any of that kind of conspiracy but more of uh, the little nuts and bolts of the hijackers you know of the drill that was running the same day they were running a literal drill for an aircraft that was coming into new york they were running a drill on that the same scenario that actually played out and uh, anyway, have you heard all that stuff before? I have not. So it was pretty fascinating because NORAD is the ones that are in uh, that are supposed to be coordinating all the uh, military for our airspace, and they were running this uh, simulation where a, a plane was supposed to simulate. They're simulating a plane crashing into a building in New York, uh, and at one point there is. Uh, I wish I had all this set up, and I don't. But there is audio of the NORAD person contacting the air force and the air force is going uh is this a real is this part of the drill or is this real and the norad's person's like no this is real you guys so like what the what's going on with that that could be just coincidental or (laughs) or they ran the drill because they got a hint that Mm -hmm. this could be happening this is Mm -hmm. you know a whispering if you will from you know, I don't know how. But or they knew it was going to happen. Maybe they planned it. But they didn't it. know when. Maybe they planned I it. I don't know if they planned <laughs> it. I mean, I don't think the government's that efficient and mm. effective. But this is something that. I mean, they can't even run a DMV. This is something that Mutt Dog and I are always kind of te- a little bit arguing, a little bit just joking around. But I'm a big conspiracy guy. You know, I, no, I certainly I know I, that. I, but. I, I, I prescribe. <laughs> I prescribe more to the conspiracy theory angle than I do to the incompetence angle and and i know mud dogs more on the you know incompetence angle versus the you know they're 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 up to no good type thing right but uh i just don't think people are calculated enough to pull shit off like that well people individual people aren't but we're not dealing with you know we're dealing with uh you know think tanks and organizations that basically are uh trying to steer our culture in directions that, you know, we don't want, but they do. I don't know. I just, I, I look at uh, 9-11, uh, the biggest thing you can take away from 9-11, Patriot Act. That's the oh. biggest, that's the biggest thing you can take away because the, you know, dude, the Trump, uh, the Trump Russia P-tape crap that was all lies was all based on a, a FISA warrant that was issued because of the Patriot Act. So they were able to go and, snooping through everything, and because of the Patriot, Obama yes. was able to implement the was it the that the U.S. government can now spy on U.S. citizens. I forgot what that was because well, that, he piggybacked that on that. No, what was it called? It's, called, it's the same. The, it's different, but it's Smith, no, it's off the same thing. No, Smith Mund was 2012. Sweet Mund, no, no, but it was piggyback on the Patriot because they were saying that within us, there's also the all the problem uh. is within us. Yeah. So they had to Home start homegrown sp- terrorism. They needed there to, you they go. needed to take care of that, huh? Yeah, that's a big so, one. So, do you know about the Smith Mund Act? Uh, no. It's, it's per- I, uh, I, I probably know of the premise, but I didn't know the name of it. It's 
it's quick and easy. The the government was uh, restricted, and it was illegal for them to propagandize their own citizens. Yep, you could we could propagandize everybody else in the world. I understand all that, but it was illegal for us to propagandize our, ourselves. You know, until uh, 2012, and they repealed it. They said, okay, now you're free to do whatever you want to the American people. You can propagandize them the, is all you want. And what's fascinating, and we've here done, came COVID. We've done the little, uh, it's really cool when you do these uh, Google, you can do a Google history where you can look up the key, pe- the words that people were typing in the most in, the, in a certain year, certain month. And at 2012, you can see just, it just goes parabolic when it comes to pride when it comes to uh, global warming, when it comes oh, to all the, the the narratives that they want us to believe, just went, you know, off the charts as far because as because uh, of that act. I don't know. Revealed. I don't know. Uh, that, that's. I mean, if that's true, like, I mean, they, I'm assuming they're just does. putting it. They're putting it out into the into the culture more, so people were typing noticed, it up. Like, looking since you know since nine eleven, if you will. Um, like listening to the news, yeah, how polarized it is. And then they each have just like these crazy messages that are just like, you know, like uh, listening to anything in LA, um, local news, like KCAL 9, they always have this like, you know, like the woke agenda, if you will. Like mm-hmm. they just, these weird, you know, like uh, just normal, like the whole, oh, th- this person, even though they were a shooter, they misgendered them. It's like, <laughs> I, who gives a hell? Like, like I don't, I don't yeah. care of if you know, like that. What, where yeah. was that? Ohio or something? <laughs> yeah. Or, no, no, it was Nashville, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, that was their concern was the misgendering part of it, not the fact that they killed people. No, and and because of the the change of the vocab and the meaning of words, I'm watching Ted Cruz cross examine and the president. I didn't know there was a czar or whatever over the prison system. And it was questioning about how many people have been raped and violated by these transgender men proclaiming to be women. And she's asking oh, for these right. data. Or he's asking, and she didn't come up with the data. And he goes, didn't you know you were going to come here? Well, you didn't know that I was going to be asking you these questions? <laughs> you would think you hmm. being, I'm going to ask you these questions because these are the hot topics that are on the subject. What do you think? And then they, he goes, so he's, but... They never have an answer. No. But <laughs> the, oh, I'll come back with a study. And he's like, what do, you, what do you mean? You just you were here six months ago and you said you were going to come back with the numbers. You're here now and you're still, what's going on here? It's not something to study. It's just statistics. No, he goes, because you don't want <laughs> to give me the numbers because it'll go against your agenda. Right, exactly, yeah. I'm like, if I go to jail, I'm like, yeah, I feel I'm a woman. For real? Yeah. Dude. Oh, they've done that. Uh, but they, but they ne- the women never feel like they're men, huh? Well, they put me with the men in their prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody remembers this one. This is a clip from the firefighters that had came out of, I think, Building 1 before Building 2 had been hit. Wow. Um, there's a five-minute video, and I wish I would have queued it up right to when he starts talking about it, but I think multiple uh there's a couple of these firefighters that actually talk about explosions. Yes. Oh, it's bad audio, though. I can't really hear it. Did you press redial? Yeah, no, I haven't yet. Press. Press redial. So they're all dusty. Looks like his nose is broken. Trying to 
Got a flip phone, by the way. I'm going to fast forward a little. Sorry, man. Sorry about blood on your phone. Don't worry about it. Anybody else got a phone? What's the number you're calling? I'll try. 631-226-9595. What channel is that, pal? Is it live? 631-226-9595. Tell my sister I'm okay. What happened? He was in an explosion. He was in the lobby and the fucking this, the third explosion, the whole lobby collapsed on us. What was it like? What was it like? Horrible. It's like hell. You don't want to know. The whole building just collapsed on us. Inside I the know, lobby. Six five six five? Yes it was. That was the planet Yeah, definitely secondary explosion. But we was inside waiting to go upstairs. And on the way upstairs, the whole fucking plane blew. And we just we just collapsed from everybody inside the lobby. Similar to the first tower coming down, secondary. I don't know about the first one, but I know the second one was it was terrible. Then there was a third one too after that one. Third explosion after that? Yes, sir. And you were inside. Everybody was inside the building waiting to go upstairs. And they, they just they just let loose. Everything just let loose inside the building. So what, what you told me is that there was plane or whatever hit the building, then a secondary explosion. It was like three explosions after that. We came in after the after the fire. We came when the fire was going on already. We was in the staging area inside the building, okay. waiting to go upstairs. Two, four, eight, and they two, four, exploded. Four, eight, the whole four. lobby collapsed on the lobby inside. And it's just mayhem after that? Uh, just man, everybody tried to wake their way out. Just trying to help all the brothers get out. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. trapped inside. I was sitting in the Brooklyn Navy Yard, close to Brooklyn. We watched the first explosion. Yeah. As we were watching the building, we saw a black, very large airplane fly right into the second building. It came out of the south. Right, right in front of our eyes. Just, it, it was so surreal, like a movie set. Second, second and third explosions also, right? We were in the building for the third one. It collapsed. It was on this drive here for the other one. What do you guys think of that? Explosions. Hmm. Can, I, can I play one real quick? Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Turn me up. Uh, what do you think? Well, I mean, the explosions all happened after the first plane went in, right? Low uh, ways after the first plane, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. It's... There are so many things in those buildings that could be explosions, mm-hmm. and it's it's hard to say what it what it could have been. Mm. Mm. There's yeah. you know gas tanks, there's heating, in, you know all kinds of all kinds of stuff that you know probably propane uh, compressed air canisters. Who know who knows what was exactly in a lot of those buildings. What type of chemicals they had in those buildings? Yeah, exactly. There's we, all kinds of stuff. There could have been like chemistry experiments being done in some of those floors. Well, even uh, yeah, what other gases we don't know. Uh, I got a mine is uh, old Donald Trump there talking about it as it's happening. I'll, I'll play it to me if you don't mind. That turned me off. You're up, buddy. He might not be plugged in. Right there. Keep playing this while we're figuring this out. So far, everybody's a lot of people in that building. I'll take off your jackets. Please tell me when you're in there. 
just trying to leave the way out. Bottom, out. Don't open up your jacket. Got the right there. People that understand, there may be more. Any one of these fucking buildings could blow up. This ain't done yet. This is this is going to top of this. Could be no worse than this. Could be nothing, nothing no more than worse than this. You're in the building trying to help people. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. What's your name, sir? Tyrone Johnson. So who are you trying to get a phone call to? They've never, they've never done work like this before. It's terrible. Tell me what. Got to see something that I've never. Okay. Never seen before. Got to see something that I've never seen before. I have hundreds of men inside working right now, and we're bringing down another 125 in a little while, and. They've never done work like this before, and they're hardworking people. But they've never seen anything like it, and they've never they've never done work like this before. It's terrible. Tell me what it's like at Ground Zero. Tell me about the workers that you saw and and what they're doing there. Well, not only is it devastation, but it's very dangerous because every few minutes a whistle would go off and everybody would just run because you have all the buildings around it, which are in such a weakened state that people just don't know, and so they just have to take off, and then they come back and they're working under. 50-story buildings that you don't know if they're, going to, if they're going to fall down. So it's a terrible thing for the workers, and it's a terrible thing for the world, really. How have you spoken to any of your men? Do you know how they're reacting to this? Because emotionally, this must be so incredibly difficult. Well, there are a lot of them, but they've never seen bodies like this. I mean, the bodies all over. The uh, I mean, the, the great thing is when they find somebody that's alive, like the five firemen that they just found a little while ago. So that's the great thing, and that's what they're all striving for. But generally speaking that's not what the case that's not the case so they are working very very hard but it's it's a very depressing situation for these folks hmm. yeah i um i don't know i i have i have to be you know god bless trump right there being right on the scene but uh i have to say from from the get go that 911 for me was uh, I didn't know I didn't wake up and become a conspiracy theorist after that it took a while but that was definitely a moment where I went the narrative that they're telling us does not make sense to me in my mind you know the the narrative of a, a hijacking an airplane with box cutters uh, there's so many little elements where I went no nope uh, well it was when they Pre, this is pre when they locked the right. cabin doors. But are you gonna are you gonna let a dude with a box knife murder you like that in a well, plane? Let's let's be clear. Everybody <laughs> on that plane, everybody ever since before nine eleven, when people saw hijacking a plane in the movie, or even in real life, a couple of times it's happened in real life. Mm-hmm. The plane landed. They negotiated the prisoners or the hostages, and then things mm-hmm. would happen. Usually, nobody mm-hmm. really died. That was, this is, after 9-11, hmm. it was a completely different thing. But if you think about it, every single mm-hmm. hijack movie or other thing, they, yeah. everybody was probably thinking, if I don't do anything to agitate them, I will get home safe. We just mm-hmm. need to land. They No one thought they would have taken over the plane and then, Flown it into a building, or anything, mm-hmm. you know, like I. You know, it's funny what you're saying that we've forgotten about that. Yeah, we 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 that has been wiped out out of our memory. Yeah, now it's a possibility, and no, it's no, a but, serious. Threat. No, no, but 
airplane hijackings, how yeah. common it used to be where they were they were trying to for a cause, you know, fly me to this or I car and, and that was for a million dollars, whatever and a free it was, ride out of there, yeah. Or and then I'll let go one person, two persons until my demands are met. And Dave Chappelle had a great joke about like, oh, we know that black people are safe because they never kidnap black people. <laughs> Emory had a great joke about that. But yeah, yeah, I, I remember going to the library and looking up my date of birth, the year, and guess what they were talking about? An Arab Arabs uh, taking over an airplane during yeah. that that yeah, day. It I was used born. to happen like in the nineties, even in the seven. What about seven early? Early, yeah. early 70s. Yeah, for decades, it was always they're going to land the plane, negotiate hostages, and then get whatever their crazy demands and, are. And before they were Muslims, they were Arabs. That's what they were called. They were Arab oh, hijacking, right, yeah. Arab airplane jack. Before they started becoming Muslims, they were called Arabs. Yeah. All right, next. Yeah, you know what's... Uh, I'll decide when we go next, buddy. Oh. <laughs> so... Remember in the 80s, I remember in the 80s and 90s, it was literally every month you would watch a building be imploded and fall into its own footstep. It was like a, it was like almost a national pastime that we would do is, you know, if someone was imploding a building, everybody would record it and watch it. It was just the thing, you know, the super, uh, super dome, all that stuff. I can remember it all vividly. And then after nine, after nine eleven. I can't literally remember the last building that I've seen that was brought down like that, like a, a demolition implosion type. The dust, the Desert Dust Hotel just recently. Did it? About 2000-something when they had brought it down. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's when they do it, like, controlled demolition, you know, when they're going to... Yeah, that's what that's I mean. That's artists. That's like... That's yeah. what I mean, though. That was a thing. That was that's like a... Yeah. That was a very normal... Uh, thing to watch them do that demolition you know because i can i can remember i can remember all this stuff but i don't know maybe it's just me and i'm doing it to myself here but i can remember the balls you know like they would have those big steel balls that would like smash into buildings oh yeah the wrecking wrecking ball and that was like it was a normal thing to watch that on TV. I remember watching it when I was a kid it was they just like a two three story building they would just put it on TV i don't know why and then, like I said, up to this point, I can't remember the last time I saw a uh, a, a demolition like that. So, you know, Mutt Dog and I work in uh, steel steel stuff. You know, we, we work with metal. Right. And there's one thing that, you know, you figure out very quickly that steel does not just, uh, how can you say this, like, it doesn't just lose its structural integrity and just fall apart and fall into itself. So if you stand a piece of steel up, it there's no way there's no way that you could you could do this over and over again, test it, melt it, do whatever you want to do. You're never going to get that steel pole to melt straight down into itself. It's never going to happen. It's always going to lean, it's going to bend, it's going to fall over. It's never going to collapse into itself like that unless it's structurally weakened to do that. It's just a fact. I mean, so I don't, I don't know, you know, that's the one thing I can speak from experience you're telling, on. You're, you're talking about the way the building collapsed is what you're questioning. Yes. But I was understood that that's what the buildings were designed to do. Well, 
to collapse that way. But yeah, you wouldn't want it to fall into another building. Yeah, but the question the question that came up was the material that was being used in there. Mm-hmm. The question that mm-hmm. came up that the that the steel that was being used there the they falsifies the ratings of what that steel was supposed to do. Dude, they say that a lot of those that. a lot of those buildings, a lot of the building the the materials that they use, they cut steels, bro. Are you kidding me? You're telling me they didn't cut corners making no. that building? No, I don't I don't buy you any don't, of that. Well no. then that's another theory. Why 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 not that theory? To me, I'm not saying that that it wasn't planned what you're saying. But when that I didn't happened, say it was planned. I just okay. said how does it fall but into itself like I, that? <laughs> if I remember right correct, when those things happened, what got exposed and what they all stopped about exposed was the shoddy and underhand deals that were done to build those buildings and that a lot of those were built out not not to code and they were all shysty. So there was a lot of cover up. It wasn't just the 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 buildings being brought down by terrorists. It exposed a lot of different things because they opened up such an investigation for exactly what you're seeing. Why did it burn who, like that? Who opened the investigation up, my dog? Well, who will? The government. Yeah. Well, duh. That's what. The, who else would have done it? Yeah. The person, the same person that's telling you what happened, is going to investigate was, what happened before it was huh. hushed. I wonder what's going to. I wonder what they're going to say before it got hushed down. They were questioning that the metal was supposed to withstand that type of heat, but it didn't. It didn't. Why didn't it? it why didn't it do what it? It was supposed to be. You know, it, it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Well, then, what? What happened? It was brought down, dude. You, you, so you're going to say an 80-story building that gets hit at the top with jet fuel melts the columns at the bottom so that it's able to fall into its own footprint. That's what you're telling me. You ever played Jenga? Okay. You ever played Jenga? <laughs> yeah. Show me a Jenga set that falls in on itself. Yes. That's wood, too. rocket fuel on it. Okay, let's do this. Let's do but, an experiment. But, but, I want to see this but, experiment. But, but if the pieces were made out of, of some soft, soft material, would it fall the same? It wouldn't react the same, right? Because it's not the same wood mm-hmm. pieces. Not the, the material, what, the, what exposed, what, okay, what the terrorist attack happened, what did it expose? It exposed all kinds of stuff, all kinds of shady deals being done when those... I know, but I'm talking about the building. But buildings, it exposed dude. a bunch of stuff. <laughs> like that is the the evidence is right there in How front of you. How did it explode? Well, it was was it, was it set up? Was it was it was it uh, explosive? Uh, what do you call it? Experts set it up probably because if you hear the way it, it was exploding, mm-hmm. yes, the sequences that's all questionable. But what I'm saying, it's the impossible. aftermath of all this. <laughs> Impossible. Or, or, but the aftermath was also the questions about the shoddy workmanship. That the that the that it was a lot of other that, stuff that, that came up. Those up are the to light. those are the excuses the government wants to use. Well, because would you they get don't, into a government building now? But what's that? Would you get into a government building now? Uh, I don't like getting into elevators. That's for well, sure. Well, I'm just saying. Uh-uh. I mean, after that, would you I've get into a government? I mean, come on. So one of the cool little. Uh, conspiracies and you can i've i've followed it and it's true so i don't but what does it mean that uh a company had went in the year before and applied a whole new paint uh it was anti-fire 
it was like fire retardant paint that they applied to the all the structural columns the year before. It's pretty weird, and that's where you get into the the theory of uh, thermite and all that kind of, uh, you know, that basically they had uh, nanothermite in the paint, and when you uh, give it a charge, it actually uh, is able to melt steel almost instantaneously with this nanothermite. I, I, you imagine what warfare has that we don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. Well, look at Maui. Yeah, that's a lot of people yeah. are making the comparison to nine eleven and the dustification of nine eleven, where giant giant eighty story buildings were literally turned to pulverized dust, and it's like, government pulverized. Openly, you know, openly and, admits that they want to buy their land, and and you look at Maui <laughs> and you're you're like that looks very similar. You know, just grayed out. You know. I don't know. It, it's, no, I, I think the Maui problem was it was incompetence in the government. I mm-hmm. think those all of those guys were just completely they're letting down their their people and and uh, you know that's what it takes. Even in this state, it's not going to be long before there's some firestorm that takes out a city like Paradise because we have incompetent people that are not holding electric companies accountable for what they do. And Maui was a very similar scenario. I mean, they didn't so, sound the alarms. There is a playbook for mm-hmm. different alarms for fire. For so tsunami, the question comes up: volcano. Then why? How did Oprah knew to hire a private fire department company for her own property? Oh, she because just, the, because Lahaina or that Maui is subject to yeah. wildfires often. She's probably they, got they, her own security. She, She's probably yeah, got her she, own cops she, well, and everything. She has that, so that, much that, that, that's one she of the questions that, that a lot of the commenters are saying. She ordered that. She also ordered private security. Didn't allow certainly. any of the native to come to her land, even to escape the fire. No, of course not. So, I think it's just unless you're a, a child. Rule. They probably, she probably has the exact same thing implemented mm-hmm. in Santa Barbara. Oh, she does. Yeah, All the children were allowed. She does in to Oprah's house areas. She does. I still don't like her, but I mean, I don't see, I don't follow the the idea that she's like trying to buy up their land. I no no I don't the government that, the government had come to. There's a lot of reports that they're being offered to buy their land. No, let's lay it, of, no come on, let's lay it out for them. Lay it out the for government. Them. No agenda. No, they're yeah. giving them the no that agenda. They, they, that they, look at that land is a no, bunch of it's like a that. bunch. It's like what they've done on in Ventura. Yeah, the they got rid of all. They're getting rid of all the shacks. And putting all these multi-million-dollar things up, so oh, they want to get rid of all the shacky dacks. That's right. They're all the local guys, all the people that have been there for God knows generations. But hold on, they they could not get rid of them. Yeah, it was a historic site. The Maui, that whole the whole area that burnt was deemed a historic site, and was they were not able to build there. They're not able to update. They weren't even able to like, you know, they couldn't even make an improvement because it was deemed a historic site. Right. The only way that they could rebuild that historic site, guess guess how? A fire. Everything's gone. Now they can rebuild. There's no historic site there anymore. They'll but build. They'll that, build a little monument. The, building, the buildings you're saying were historical. Not yeah. The that, well, the whole that, 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 that whole, whole, whole structure, yeah. that whole neighborhood was historical. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like a tortilla flats here in Ventura. It was an old neighborhood that was just an old neighborhood. And the right. city just, like, they wanted to get rid of it because of why they wanted to put the freeway through there. And what did they do? Just freaking run them all off and 
the government says here, a couple dollars for your land. Wasn't like the Arby's in Ventura considered a historical site for a while, and then don't get me going on that. That's why it was. Don't get me going on yeah, the Arby's like in Ventura for freaking hmm. ever, dude. It used to be in every map. It had the old school cowboy hat, yeah. the old light bulb sign. It was a historical monument, dude. And then hmm. eventually, one the day best roast beef sandwiches in Ventura. It, I guess the the nicest owner, the guy I worked for, the guy, he was a nice owner, and then they got dude. They put it over there by. Don't get me going on Arby's. It's a Starbucks now. Sorry, <laughs> dude. Hey, as it is, people make fun of Arby's, but now they put a Starbucks. That's a real slap in the face. Yeah, it is. Mm. I'm a horsey sauce fan. To the, there's already a Starbucks life. across the street. So, dude, that was the most. <laughs> and they put and that Arby's. Nobody knows made the second about, amount more money in the whole franchise without a drive-through. Go think about that. Probably a riveting conversation to listen to, though. I just like roast beef. I'm hungry, dude. I'm hungry. Seeing Starbucks take down Arby's, dude. <laughs> and then they stick. That's a sore subject, in my. Yeah, you want to talk about a sore subject? Um, first president in 22 years not to be at the 9/11 memorial. Good. Biden spent his time in Alaska and uh, Vietnam. Good for him. And, uh, what the, else did you expect from him? The what, thing, what, did you expect something else? The he thing also I was said that he was there on the day of. Did he? Yeah, he said hmm. that, and uh, he wasn't. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say he, went, he saved people. I saved at least three people. Carried yeah. them out myself. Dressed like John Wayne. The thing that's interesting with <laughs> with this, and it's it's kind of an obvious thing. I mean, we know this already. You know, Biden can't do anything. He's, uh, you know. Alzheimer's dude, but it's obvious that the staffers, whoever's running our government wants to spit in America's face as much as they possibly can. Cause you know, Biden didn't book this trip, but what the F is the, what is the staff doing booking a trip on nine 11? Like, what is that? Why would you do that? Unless you're, you're Tone deaf. But then how do you, or how do you just, send just out goes how back you, to incompetence? Like how, I've been saying? I don't think though. I I think they're insulting people on purpose. Oh, you know, like I don't. They I don't think. Send a message? And, yeah. No, no. And then That's they send. Then they do send Kamala to then compare January sixth yeah. to nine eleven. Mm-hmm. And you're going. Are, are you guys stupid? But I agree with you. It's a whole like. How would I say that? Anything that has to do with any past history beyond. Past Biden, they don't want to talk about it anymore. They want to go from now America from Biden on. Well, yeah. Because it seems to be they want to erase him. all that crap, dude, with everything. You can't compare uh, Biden to anyone uh, previous. You have to start a completely clean slate brain-wise in order to accept this as like, <laughs> right? this guy is representing us. It's the only president in my life besides, uh, and it started, this type of stuff started with Obama when they made comedians not when they made Saturday Night Live not they, they weren't allowed to make fun of him. That's to me is when going screw that right, guy, yeah. screw that guy. When they made him that you couldn't make fun of him, they go that's hey, not. Anyways. Let's let's make fun of him right now. I'm ready. This is like the worst transition. No, 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 no. You, you still I have want better. To we have better ones, but we have a guest. We and you put the, the beast no, Friends, today we're going to open up chapter one of the Crackhead Diaries. 
<laughs> you okay? Yeah, yeah. I was just moving the cord, so I Great to meet you. Obviously, you don't fit any of the diversity requirements, so we're just going to skip through that portion. Uh, not a minority. Uh, well, oh, unless you are gay, perhaps. Gay. Yeah, I. Oh, a congratulations! Gay. Uh, very accepting of that. We support all the things. Of course, obviously, <laughs> we will have to verify that. <laughs> What? No big deal. We'll just need proof of that. Proof that I'm gay? Pics, videos, references that you've had intercourse with. We'll just give them a quick call. Bing, bang, boom. Move on. Is that standard here? Yeah, the men can just verify a couple of the things that they did to you. No big deal. I did it myself when I started here. I don't know if I have any, like... Like references? Oh, is that going to be a problem? Um, I just don't know He's if I show their numbers, being gay and all, it's all shows. discreet and anonymous. There is a second option. What? What is that? Well, we do, of course, have our in-house diversity confirmation officers. One of them can just take you to the diversity bed, make love to you, just a formality. Diversity bed? Uh, hey, Tony, Ahmed, Brad, get in Wait, here. So this Tommy guy's just in here somewhere? So Tommy, you'd prefer? Yeah, I think he's made his choice, Tommy. Ready to go? You do seem a little hesitant. You are, in fact, diverse, correct? You are diverse, right? What are the other options? Well, you don't seem black, you're not <laughs> in a wheelchair, and you don't want to go to the diversity confirmation bed? I'm very gentle. What was the pay again? <laughs> About 120k a year. All right, check that off here, and it's between <laughs> you and about 45 other applicants. We will let you know. Did you hear the last part? Listen. <laughs> You got other applicants? Yeah. You're a, you got a, you, he goes, you got the guy 45 got other care. people. Guy's buttoning up the jacket. All right. Dollars. Check that off here. And it's between you and about 45 other applicants. <laughs> we will let you know. Oh, man. I, I put uh, ads or resumes out on Indeed, and they'll tell you, oh, 40 to 70 people have applied for the same job. Oh, yeah. Like punks. <laughs> So I think uh, last week we covered the Larry Sinclair story with Obama. I don't know if you were you heard about that one. I the dude that uh, alleges he he did cocaine and sucked uh, off Obama. What do you think about I that? Haven't, uh, oh crap! You haven't seen it? No, this is an old story. So allegedly, this guy's been around saying this for a long time, but he basically was on Tucker Carlson last week, and we we covered it where he's talked. Talking straight up about how he met Obama in the nineties and that they and, he, and they got some coke and what's that one guy that ran for president? His paper he they interviewed him too. Um, Breitbart or not Breitbart, but was the other one? The guy that ran for president. He has a whole media thing too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he's been interviewed by quite a few people, like mm-hmm. legit news organizations. Mm-hmm. So he's oh, okay. he's got receipts. He's got like I was there in that town that day. So we were trying to figure out, like, why is this coming out now? Because it's been known. There's been books written about this 10, 20 years ago. Why is this all coming out now? Why did Big Mike announce? Oh, that was part of it. Uh, Obama, I don't know if you heard that story about the cook that was found dead in Martha's Vineyard, the Obama's cook. You hear about that one? When did this happen? This is a couple no. weeks ago, like, what, two months ago, last month? Dude, he drowned in, like, a two feet of water. You know, when I, you know, I did maybe see it's a kind of weird. I maybe see, saw a headline. I was just like, oh, whatever. I don't want to deal with politics right now. And I oh, I, all this weird things are happening. We're, we're asking, why is Tucker doing this? It's, it seems like it discredits Tucker by having this guy on. But we were thinking it's to send a message to the Obamas, you know, uh, 
because I, I believe that the Obamas are running Biden. They're kind of running the staff. And it's it's pretty obvious that the same exact people that were running Obama's staff are running Biden's staff. And Obama's had quotes, you know, it's just a quote he said, so take it for what it's worth. But he basically said, if I could have my perfect scenario, that my perfect scenario would be I would be in my sweatpants in my basement running the country and someone else would be up there doing it. He's like said that, you know, and so anyway, I, I figured it was a message back off. You know, we don't want Biden again or whatever, or maybe Michelle, because there's rumors that Michelle might run. Well, she's, she announced. I thought that she had already announced. She's not yet. No, she's more. Heard that. She's more popular. I have a clip here. That he I don't, talks I don't about think it. as popular as you think. She is more popular than any candidate. No. that's running right now. Even Trump. If, I believe if you pull people, the media, the media's hype on could, her could be is so big yeah. that I, if all this is true, what's coming out about the Obamas, I don't believe that she, her backing is as big as you believe it is. Well, I because mean, if it was, they'd put her up right now. No, I think they have to wait for the right moment to do it. I, may may, I, may so. I bring this scenario out? I'm asking this mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, this guy's saying that he's gay, Obama, right? Mm. I, I, he's claiming mm-hmm. not gay, but that he he had relations with him. Gay sex, yes. I'm curious if this won't be like Obama's low enough. The Obama, the Obamas are low enough to go. Look, what do you guys expect for us to do? We know that you would not accept us if we would tell you who we really were. So we had to hide. You know how society is. Society won't accept that Michelle is a transgender and I like men. And so that's why we couldn't tell you. So now we're coming out because you guys all know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anybody who's transgendering knows mm-hmm. how people are going after you. So we decided to hide this stuff. because. But now we feel like we can come out and be ourselves. And that's why I wonder if they're not going to use this to go to, to as a momentum for them. Hmm. Well, I mean, it gets their name in the in the news, and we know that uh, even bad press is better than no press. But so. isn't victimhood like big stat, and that would be a Certainly, big old victimhood? You know, I mean, if if Michelle Obama was a transgender, I think they'd be punching a winning card for their cause if, it, if it, she let it out. But I don't, I don't know that she is though. Well. There's there's just a there's like this this guy on Twitter that's putting up like uh put up I think fifty thousand dollars to uh, on Twitter goes show me a picture of her <laughs> pregnant but <laughs> a legit dude with the money like and no one could produce the picture and so that was the question now but if all this is true if it is could it be as we know that victimhood is a big it's better, bigger than Bitcoin. Could it be used? It certainly used? is its own currency right now. Mm. Oh, yeah. So could it be used as a, as a chip for him to throw down and go, F it. Might as well throw that Hail Mary. Yeah. I don't know. It certainly is a winning card right now. That everyone well, knows. it'll swing something, yeah. right? I mean, I call him a devil because he'll be a liar, but. Yeah. You know? So I think the message was sent uh, this is from Zero Hedge. Gavin, put that in the book. You got the red book. Uh, I said it. Mark it. What did you mark say? It. 
I marked that. that I don't even know out. what you said, dude. You said a lot, but I don't know what you said. That's because you're never hearing when. No, I'm listening, I but I like you. You're saying that they're going to come out as gay, and that will get them in. Is that your prediction? That he's going to be a victimhood. He's going to use it as a victim chip. That that's why he couldn't come out the first time. That's why they never came out before. Because and you're talking Michelle. Both as a couple. They're going to come out you saying... You need to be more specific with your prediction. I'll write it down, bro. He even said my prediction. No, well, tell me again. Come on, man. It's, uh, not, it's not hard to say. Are you saying that she's transgender, though? No, that they're going to come out as being that... That's going to be the next new mega couple. Like, he's gay and she's a transgender, and look at us. I think that's the card they're going to play. Yeah, well, I mean, that seems logical to me. I mean, even if, even if they're not, <laughs> like, that's... Pretty good street cred for a lot of people. Because yeah, it, it's too dangerous to say prove it. <laughs> you, No one in the media is going to say they need to prove that they're a transgender. That'd, mm. be, that'd be serious taboo. Unless and you're, then they'd uh, start attacking each other because you asked that. How dare you ask that question? I'm just saying because it. it what else could he use it for? What else could he, can he... This guy's coming out, and according to many people that... It's been a herd around Washington that Obama swung. See, that'd be the only thing that, that maybe could be. I, I don't think that she's transgender, though. But but that would only help his ratings, not really hers. If she were to try to run, I don't I don't see her being in a a swinger relationship per se. I don't I don't see how that would work because. I think you'd lose a lot of female voters on her side. Mm, I, my my theory on that one is the left is going to vote for the left no matter who it is well, or, or it what they works. do. So she could come out and say that she's, you know, got a big dick and, you know, played football at Oregon State and uh, changed her name. <laughs> and uh, she's got bigger shoulders than... Uh, Barack? You seen, that, you seen that picture of them when they're, I don't know, in, man. That, they're in that um, canoe? She's got some shoulders, dude. <laughs> oh, wow. I've, no, I've, She's got no. some shoulders, and, and you're going, is that docked up? And they're like, no. But, I mean, I, I've known ladies that are big ladies, too, you know? Yeah. You know? And and some guys like that, too. Okay. Um, Next. I figured out uh, what the message possibly I think someone got the message. Let me let me read. Hold on. Zero Hedge. Gavin Newsom announces he's not running in 2024. Dubs Camel a natural successor to Biden. Made a big, big point to say this. Right? Like, literally the Monday after the whole crap gets released with Tucker, he comes out with this, and I don't know. It's, I don't know. What, why do... I don't believe him. This is the first mm-hmm. time. This is the first time that <laughs> um, that the seed man was wrong then, because the seed man said that he was going to run. Yeah, it's Alex think, Jones. If you don't know who the seed man is, I think he's doing feelers to find out if people are bummed that he's not going to run. Mm. He'll probably end up turning right back around and mm-hmm. running. That guy doesn't have a thought in his head. Mm. But I, but but his group, because California is a open book of criticism. Guy goes, "What do you mean you're going to well, turn the country to this?" Well, it, I mean, oh yeah, it, I mean it, it. It's an open book of criticism. He's so pretty, anyone though. Anyone that's not dog. in California, for Come most on. people, like everybody loves what he's doing. That's he's, why he won yeah. the recall. 
and he's like, beautiful. He looks like a president. I don't. Yeah, I don't he's believe got he got actually. That jawline I, and the hair. I. 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 I, I if I may say, because the Santa Barbara we've talked about in Santa Barbara District A, that mm-hmm. voting area was con- is still being spoken sure. about, just like Arizona's uh, uh, Maricopa. The mm-hmm. counting, the counting of a lot of the counties here in our city, in our state of California, were um, tainted. Oh, I so, believe it's super suspect, dude. Santa Barbara. I'm telling you, there's a district that is still in the courts till right now, and no yeah, one talks about it because it's just Santa Barbara. When you have a super majority, it's a little too easy to run that <laughs> shit. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and another one. Um, Larry Elder went on uh, PBD, dude. Uh, I, got, I got a clip. Yeah, Patrick Ben David. Let's see. Hold on. Let me. Uh, there she is. Somewhere. <laughs> there we go. I got this, Larry Elder. I'm running because there are. By the way, my second favorite candidate right now running. Number of issues that we are not talking enough about, if at all. And I've said this many times. The number one social issue in America that nobody's talking about uh, is the epidemic of fatherlessness. Yep. Uh, it is particularly acute in the black community. 70% of black kids in the world today without a father in the home married to the mother are from 1965 when it was, uh, when it was uh, 25%. Now 25% of white kids enter the world today without a father in the home married to the mother. Half of Hispanic kids do. It is far and away the number one social problem facing this country. And the numbers are clear. When you're raised without a dad, you're five times more likely to be poor and commit crime. Nine times we're likely to drop out of school and 20 times we're likely to end up in jail. And the left isn't talking about it because they created the problem. Our side doesn't talk about it because if you're white, you're going to be called racist. If you're black, you'll be called uh, Uncle Tom or the black face of white supremacy. Dang. But nobody, but nobody's talking about it, including Donald Trump. Okay. And so, and so uh, if I can get people talking about this, uh, I've, I will feel I've given back to my country and given back to my party. I've got a follow-up question for you on that. Okay. Continue if you have other things yeah, you yeah, want to say. Just one, one more thing. When I was trying to make this case on, uh, on Charlemagne, and, of course, they were not having it. Here's the deal. Um, according to the CDC, a young black man aged 10 to 43 is 13 times more likely to be murdered than a white male, same demo. Dang. Blacks account for 60% of the shootings, robberies, and the homicides in America. A young white man, 19 and under, the number one cause of preventable death for a young white man in that demo is accidents, like car accidents or drownings or drug overdoses. The number one cause of preventable death for a 19-year-old black male and under is homicide, almost always committed by another young black male. Now, if it isn't fatherlessness, please tell me, unless you're prepared to say black people are just genetically inclined to commit more crime, tell me what it is. And almost nobody on the left, when I propose that question, has an answer for it. Okay. So the two mm-hmm. questions on that. Mm-hmm. One, let's do the fatherless. Um, a, a, a lot of my friends who are conservative, you're a hero to them. We're from California, so people love you, admire you, adore you, and hate you. From the other side, they hate you. Obviously, right. you saw what the LA Times article right. called you the, the what? What did they call the black you? Face the of black, white face of, yeah. black face of white supremacy. Black face of white supremacy. And he's proud of it, too. He calls him that everywhere. He goes, the, white, the black face of white supremacy. He's uh, proud of it. And you know what's so interesting about Mr. Larry Elder? He's been speaking like this for 20 years. I listened to his radio show, and I used to like the segment his brother would call. It was really sweet. And um, they would, audience would give them um, uh, quiz questions. Anyways, real sweet. But he was talking about fatherless homes for at least 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> uh, he ran for the governor, right? He yeah. did. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dude, he only ran it in eight weeks. He's running weeks. for president again, or president this year. So. In oh, really? eight oh, weeks. Okay. If that guy would have started earlier, he only started eight weeks, and he got 49% of the votes. Oh, uh, dude, he got robbed. Dude, sure. that's what we're talking that, about. That was a recall, and it was Gavin Newsom election, did not dude. win that. It's pretty obvious. We um we covered that when it happened. Uh, literally, I think the day the day after the vote was when our show was, and we, we were able to look it up because I remember the day of the vote, I was all into it, hoping Gavin was going to get kicked out. And I watched the totals, and they they had all the the, the vote, same thing. The vote totals were the all there, same right? Thing. The next day. The vote totals never updated. They still are the same vote totals from the day of the vote. They never updated them, and you know how we've been te- we've been told now that it takes days for them to, you know, process stuff right. out. They had the totals the same day, and they never updated, never changed. And again, it's it BS. Uh, to bring up. I don't know. Again, anecdotal. Why but. there's counties up and down the state that participated, and there's still little districts that their votes are being disputed. Yeah. So it's, that's yeah. Uh, let's get back to the Ob- uh, Obamas real quick, and then we'll move on to uh, a little bit faster segments here. The documentary, Michelle Obama, 2024. Joel Gilbert is with us. Joel, welcome to the program. Thank you. So good to be here. Thank you. Well, Joel, it's a pleasure having you on. Um, an old saying I say on this program all the time is there's no such thing as coincidences. I just couldn't help but notice all the things coming out recently about Barack Obama. And then, you know, I was a caller who says, hey, you got to look at Joel Gilbert and his documentary. I thought, well, maybe this may be about Michelle and trying to damage her. Yeah, I think that may be part of it. Uh, the allegations uh, that have come out in the media in the last few weeks really were around for years. David Garrow's book that had the quote where Obama said he makes love to men in his imagination came out several years ago. And, of course, Larry Sinclair was uh, from way back in 2008. So the, the fact that these are coming to the surface tells you that uh, I think there's something going on in Obama world. And I make the case that I believe that Joe Biden is on his way out. I think that's pretty much the consensus. Nobody really believes he'll be the candidate in 2024 because of health, because of corruption, because of his terrible record. And I make the case in my film and book that Michelle has been pretty much copying Barack Obama's path to the White House. Barack had a voter registration organization in Chicago called Project Vote before he ran for president. Michelle founded something called When We All Vote that's supported by the Soros Group for 26 million bucks. Mm. She's been running around the country registering people for several years. Barack wrote two autobiographies, Dreams from My Father and The Audacity of Hope. Sure enough, Michelle wrote two autobiographies, (laughs) Becoming and The Light We Carry. They're also on Netflix as, as TV specials. And of course, Barack was the keynote speaker who introduced John Kerry at the 2004 Democrat Convention. Uh, Sure enough, Michelle introduced Joe Biden at the 2020 Democrat convention. So I think she's positioned herself just like Barack did. And the Democrat Party has set it up for her. Uh, Don't forget, they moved the first primary out of Iowa, where she would have had to campaign in 100 counties to South Carolina, where half the Democrat electorate there for the primaries are going to be African-American. She also claims that as her adopted home state. How, Joel, does she make her way then around Kamala Harris or possibly even Gavin Newsom, who I know has aspirations of this? Well, Michelle Obama is the best loved Democrat. She's the most popular person in the country, if not the entire world. She's had 15 years of all positive publicity, hundreds of magazine covers, hundreds of interviews, sitcoms, talk shows. 
Kamala Harris is not a very popular person. Even the black community does not consider her to, to be black because her father's from Jamaica, her mother's from India, she grew up in Canada, so she's not really considered African-American by the black community. Uh, Gavin Newsom is from my state. He's a failed governor. He's kind of a snarky uh, white guy. And don't <laughs> forget, the Democrats have now turned toward ethnic minorities in mm -hmm. positions of power because of the progress that Donald Trump made in delivering for minorities with uh, prison reform, the economy, school choice. So the Democrats are desperate to keep their core voting groups of mm. blacks and minorities. That's why they appointed the U.N. ambassador as a black lady, minority leader in the House, head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, press secretary. Their message is rather insulting. If you're black, it's their message is, we look like you, so vote for us. That's their message. So Michelle so, just checks all the boxes. They're really not interested in, in, in white men anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think of them apples? Well, hold on. I'm uh -huh. confused. Did uh -huh. he just say that <laughs> she grew up in Canada? Was she born in Canada? He was talking Kamala. He was talking Harris. Kamala Harris. Not uh, Michelle. So Kamala Harris was born in... She uh, was born in Canada and her... Yeah, Jamaican. You have Don't you have to be born American to become... President. That's why Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't run for president. Yeah, you got to be an American born in the United States. Yeah, you have to be born on the, in the United States. But I think States she was because a military of military base in other countries. That's considered U.S. soil. But I think so because her parents, counts. her parents was one of them is American, so she gets American citizenship. And she okay, was raised. She, she was, she she was got, raised in Canada, not born in Canada. Okay, if she got American citizen, but see, I don't know. How she was born here, go. raised in Canada. But what's interesting about this lady too? To no, but what's interesting about it is that her grandfather, grandfather, her grandfather, her grandfather owned slaves. So her grandfather, like your grandfather, I'm not saying yours did. I'm just saying. Right. No, no, I right. So yeah. that she has that lineage. She has that lineage. She has that lineage. I don't have that. No, no. I'm lineage. not saying you do. My my family actually came here in the. No, um, no, no. I'm not saying you do or I do. Right. No, no. I know. I know. I, I didn't catch. I wasn't. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's I'm see, just yeah. saying she. She. I know you don't. Let's I stay know, focused. But, but she stay does. focused, guys. Stay focused. <laughs> she does. Uh, Vice President Harris was born in Oakland, California. Okay, so she. Yeah, uh, so yeah. what is this deal? This dude's deal. She was raised in Canada. Yeah, she was raised okay. in Canada. What I was Canada. thinking was if she was born in Canada, yeah, she no, can't be a that's, president. I just, no. I just looked it up, and you're 100% right. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm like, I'm saying none of us can remember any of our ancestors owning slaves, if they did at all. She does. Her yeah. grandfather. That's she, wild. She went onto her grandfather's plantation while he had slaves. That's wild. That's what's freaking, and she's now... <laughs> Yeah, you imagine that? My ancestors came to America like just just before World War One. You you imagine her opening up the book and she going, "Oh, you mean like one like the one my grandfather's have on his plantation?" When she's reading history of of slaves, she just could go, "Oh, you mean like the pictures here where my grandfather still has them?" <laughs> wow. Okay, let's move on, and we're gonna we're gonna have to fly through these guys. Let's go. We got a uh, we got a lot to do here. A lot of work. Oh. This is a crazy story here. Um, 
It's been corroborated a couple locations on YouTube. A couple YouTubers I watch uh, when it comes to oh, precious I to coins. Talk to you about this man. Uh, this is Gateway Pundit. Uh, three separate coin shop owners shocked as their bank accounts suddenly shut down with no reason given. Um, and then uh, this this article talks about these, but there is uh, it's happening to jewelry shops. It's happening to pawn shops. Anybody that deals in cash uh, and they have like a large bank that they bank with, a business account with a large bank, I shouldn't say every, but a lot of them are being, they're shutting their banks, bank accounts down and telling them that, you know, basically we're not doing business with you anymore. You got to, you know, find another bank. And they're not being told why, you know, but, you know, you can pretty much see all those, those are all cash, uh, cash businesses, you know, where you bring something in, you get cash, you know, like that's, that's kind of the, you know, kind of the mechanic there. And, uh, you know, my theory obviously is that, you know, we know they, they're supposed to be a cashless society soon, you know, as soon as they can do it. But, uh, the thing that scares me is I, I feel we've talked about it before and I think I'm the only one that feels this. I don't know if anybody else does, but it really feels like something's coming economically wise. Uh, they're going to rug pull us, uh, here pretty quick. And when you get rug pulled, the first thing you need to do is, you know, you need, you need items, right? And if you're, you're on the bad list, what sounds like they're going to probably do is shut down your bank account. So like, if you're on a list that is, uh, you know, you're talking bad things about the government or whatever it is talking against the narrative that those banks might, uh, choose not to do business with you anymore. So you'll have to, you know, find another bank, which is obviously what you got to do. But in the meantime, you need cash for things. You need cash I, for food. You need. Can I have you know, a question? Can I, can I ask you something mm-hmm. that may be, may be related to this? You know how in New Mexico at this moment, you have a governor who's trying to take away guns. And you have a police force that's saying, we're not going to prosecute this. You have a DEA say they're not going to prosecute this. Do you think that this is a momentum that the governor can then either do something like in Canada and bring police officers from like United Nations and come into New Mexico? And you, I know that's extreme, but do you think this is where it's going to be going to when she can't, when the local governor is trying to implement something and the local police department and officials are saying, no, we're not going to, and they're not obeying her. Do you think with this cashless society and with this, a governor trying to implement things like that, and now that her police department is saying, no, we're not going to enforce this, do you think that we're pushing to something like Canada, like we're, we're going we're gonna to bring in Gestapo's, and you think that's what's being started to set up? Well, I think they could use the National Guard first. That's probably what they would go with. That would be like the first tier to go to. Well, like, because what was happening in Canada, there was a lot of police officers that weren't from that area. So they didn't have any feeling towards their citizens. Right. They weren't brothers, friends, or nothing like that. But I think you, if you give military orders, which is the National Guard, then they, they, don't, they don't have... But the if, police can have more of an opinion and, like, shoot, like, go on strike, if you will. But 
military would not. And so I think they would just implement National Guard at that point. But if the National Guard also agree on we're not going to implement this. That would be pretty harsh. Because you're asking now Americans. No, well, now you're asking Americans to go against to one of our fundamental rights, and that's our Second Amendment. That's one of like, it's like trying to take the Autobahn away from the Germans. It's like, no, this is our right. We want to go 150 miles an hour down the freeway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though they have, how many people die on that freeway? <laughs> well, this it's a, uh, gets into a really, a really interesting conversation that, you know, needs to be addressed. And I don't know how we come to this. Uh, I don't know how we figure this out. I got an idea, but no one's going to like my idea. <laughs> Mine either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow redheads. You already know that, man. So, if you've noticed what they're doing is, and she did it in, Air, uh, in Mexico. New Mexico, is she deemed an emergency? Yes. Uh, so this a is health state emergency, emergency for a hundred for COVID like, did the same thing. So your constitution is suspended during an emergency. This is what the this is what they're trying to get us to accept. You know, that's how Gavin Newsom did all of what he did. No, you have what she's saying. There's a whole state, and I think they said it was like a like. Because a hundred people, uh, not even a hundred, she said there was three or four murders, mm-hmm. and because of that, she considered it a health emergency, and it's and they warned us that that was going to be used mm-hmm. to undermine the constitution, mm-hmm. even though the constitution said there you cannot make any laws. But now they're trying to say no, 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 health emergency says that I can I can do this. So no, you cannot. You so cannot you, take away. That was the argument during the COVID shutdown. You, you ready for my answer? This is this is how you you prevent emergencies like this being established over and over again. If you if there needs to be an emergency established anywhere, so you're suspending rights of citizens because of an emergency. As soon as you sign that paperwork, you have to commit suicide right next to that paperwork. So in order for that emergency to be valid, there has to be a death associated with it. whoever signs that paperwork. And says, this is an emergency. I'm taking away all your stuff. The only way you can do that is by a penalty of death. So if you decide that you want, you really want to do this emergency, it's that important, then you commit suicide yourself. And you show us how important it is right now. And until you're willing to do that, it's not an emergency anymore. What do you think? I mean, this isn't feudal Japan, so I don't think that's ever going to happen. I I, I think what you can do. I think you put a time limit on it. You put a time limit on it, and for it to be. uh, I like time limit. Okay. If for it to be renewed, it would have to be voted on by a completely independent council, Hmm. and this won't work in our state because we have a supermajority, and everyone's afraid to uh, do anything that even remotely looks conservative. So. Uh, it, it's it, it won't work here, but that's ideally what you would want. You, anything that goes in has to be time stamped, and, mm-hmm. and you know it has an expiration date, if you will. And I yeah, that would be the way to go. I think there needs I, to be a I, name I, I, too. I'm, I'm more curious. I I I for some reason still refuse to abandon our state here. I think you have cities like Oakland. You have a, a lot of cities are starting to maybe use the word wake up. Right. No, I know what you mean. Uh, but they're yeah. starting to. San but, Francisco, the same way. They, but they what, fell into such a ruin. Yeah, especially now that they announced that these rich people are buying this land to make their own utopias to get away from all of them. Mm-hmm. But I I think they're, I, I, 
I lost my train of thought, but I think there's a there's a momentum here. I I think something, but possibly. no. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll get you back. What do we do? We got to have a name associated with the emergency. There's got to be somebody that is held accountable that at a certain point, because I'm I'm literally thinking about COVID right now and about what they did to us, saying it was for our own safety to do all this stuff. We all said the same things that we know now, three years later, we said as soon as it happened. It was like, they're going to do this. They're, this is their plan. Bam, well, laid it all out. It all happened. And yet here we are three years later, and they're going to do another emergency because we have not held those people accountable and my, for their and, lives. And, and my thing is, that's I, my, was, I, that's I was to Adam Carolla today with uh, Candace Owen. And Adam Carolla it probably, it has this whole thing. The problem right now with our society is everyone is chick thinking. Everyone chick thinks. Everyone chick thinks, dude. We wouldn't be in this COVID if it wasn't for chick thinking. And if you think about even Gavin Newsom's a chick thinker. He thinks like a chick. I don't they, think he thinks, dude. Dude, and <laughs> because you see the way they reacted to all this stuff is the way a chick thinks about things, how they reacted. And you notice the mayor, the governor of New Mexico, you see the governors and you people who were in the CDC, they're all chicks, all chicks, all scared to of their own shadows. Yeah. And that's the problem right now. Our whole society right now is chick thinking. They're pretty soft. Everyone's dude. Buried, got their phones buried into their phones like an ostrich. Dude, every every position right now are either held by chicks or dudes that think like chicks. Let's get deep here. Let's get deep. Come on. Adam Carolla. That's what I'm quoting. I know, but let's get deep. It's easy to blame chicks. Okay, let's go to another video, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what the? You know, I've said it for a long time that, you know, there should be less women leading. I've said that, but, you know, you, you have to ask, you know, why? And like you said, it's the emotional part. But what I've noticed during COVID, they started this crap where it's full commie mindset where you're going, you are dangerous to me. So I need to make you do things to keep you from being dangerous to me. This is the, the mindset. Who of started the, the Black Lives Matter? Women. Yeah. This is the mindset of that uh, New Mexico governor, too. It's, it's, well, these guns are a risk to me and these other people. So we have to take your rights away because your rights are risky to me. You know and and this is the this is how they've and they started it during COVID and I remember freaking out going, What the you know, I have to get a vaccine to protect you? That's yeah. what you're telling me? I and this is not like that at all. It's insane. It's like commie and, and, and mindset. Like and then she says, Why should my constitutional rights right. be compromised for yours? And I'm like, Okay, okay. So why should my constitution mm-hmm. be right to compromise for yours? Mm-hmm. Same right. argument. Yeah, yep. same same argument. But they no no, she'll use that and going. But the problem is that what I've heard now that they took it to a federal judge and they already struck it down. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, whatever. I mean, it's good that that happened. I just, to me, it's, it's the idea that, the, it even that they can do with. that. Yeah, that they like, think they can. Like, Yeah, that's yeah. the audacity of yep. it. And really I, tell, is, I yeah. told Hollywood that it goes back to like Massachusetts when they vote, when I tell him that there is not a state in the union that voted for gay marriage, not one. Every state was pushed. 
In this state, it was pushed twice and it and it didn't pass. Who pushed it? Everybody else, like these judges. So now they feel like if we want to get our points out, we got to just effing ram it down their throats. Screw, kind of like the Uber idea. We don't have to get permits. We're just going to show up, make everyone love our, our service, and then we'll deal with the business people. Right. That was Uber's whole business plan. Yeah, everyone is, they were a, they were a um, they weren't like an entity. Like, remember when they first started? Kinda, yeah, a little loophole that they did. That's yep. why they didn't have to. Like, That's why they they went after Yellow Cab. Yellow Cab's like, what are you doing? Do insurance or yeah, like they didn't have to like, do the whole BS that. that Yellow yeah. Cab had to do, and that's why they killed Yellow Cab. Yeah, but Yellow Cab killed themselves because they were freaking outrageous. All right, Zero Hedge, another Zero Hedge article. Oh, shout out to Zero Hedge. If you're not reading Zero Hedge, what are you doing with your life, people? CIA bribed analysts to change lab leak conclusions, senior level whistleblower says. This was New York back. Post. Wow. This was back when they, they allegedly said they were investigating, you know, how, where this came from. Cause that's another thing with COVID. You know, we, we, initiate an emergency but yet we don't ever get to the bottom of what how this emergency started we're just like meh well it could be the lab leak could be the wet market meh you know like lock, lock you, down and wear masks you assholes I, you know it's like what look out what's come out of south africa and their government how they made them issue out their contract they did with pfizer i have a clip mm. it's pretty long and and oh Interesting. I still can't find that um, Borloff interview where he talks about meeting with the CIA every week. Remember that? Oh, it was during. The, it was when I, my Bor- favorite one is when they met. Was it Moderna? And it was a German. Oh, we're not taking the batch for all employees. We are making a special batch for all employees. We don't want. We not first in line. First, everybody else. And I can't do a German accent because I love yeah. watching like World yeah. War II, old movies, you know. But the other ones are like, I'm doing no, uh, and he's, uh, Dana Carvey trying to do he's German. He's going to take a better vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I do Dana Carvey, dude. And they're like, no, we keep the vaccine for us. We make special bets for us. Remember what he said, too. He said, we don't want to take that, that vaccine right now because we have work that's too important to be done. So we don't take. So vaccine. he was insinuating they that basically their own vaccine in Germany, though. Did no, no, no. This, this was the, the the guy didn't implement because he didn't want to give it to his employees because then of course his production will go down. Well, certainly, yeah. You don't want to be the yeah. Guy. But he sounded like David Hold Carvey. Dude. Let's, let's fill. Pfizer never mandated a vaccine. No. Oh okay. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're not involved with the. the but like, I mean, every every it. company in America in the world mandated a vaccine, dude. But Pfizer Israel didn't? mandated every citizen. <laughs> oh, really? Like uh, their employees never, saying, never yeah. had oh, to take. You mean for their employees? Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay, I didn't understand what you meant by that. Sorry. Yeah. Got it. Very um, bizarre. Oh, I don't know. Well, so, yeah, well, you know, like you know, maybe they were in. Like they have a leader that you know is saying, "It's your choice," and wasn't going to step on those people's choice. Mm. Maybe they just had a really good CEO. <laughs> Dude, but you, already, like, you're, you know what? I'm not going to be a dick. Uh, you already have government. I love government, the devil at, devil's advocate over here. <laughs> you already have no, prime ministers trying legit, to walk it back. Like, you already have prime. I would. You have prime ministers walking it back. You had the New Zealand one trying to tell the news reporters we didn't mandate anybody to take the vaccine. It was your choice. Yeah. So how do you explain these people who had to quit their job? That was your choice to quit clip. your job. 
That was your choice. I mean, it wouldn't matter in this state because if you, you know, your company didn't force it on you, the state did. Yeah. Like if you wanted to go to, uh, you know, see a Kings game mm-hmm. or a basketball game or whatever, uh, like you want to go to the crypto, I guess now. Was it crypto then? I don't even remember. Mm. doesn't matter. But anyways, uh, you want to go down to Staples or crypto, you had to either have a vaccine. For a while, it was just mm-hmm. you had to have a vaccine and a mask. But then I think they started saying, like, no, we're not going to. Do you have your papers? Yeah. Did the, you take yeah. your shot? You can come in. Where is your papers? Yes. <laughs> Give me your papers now. No, dude, it was going to be. Dude, and if you want to see a baseball game, take the vax. It was like. Are you serious? Yeah, same thing. All the arenas. All the arenas in L.A. You, you had to be vaccinated to go anywhere indoors and, of a public event. So and what's sad is I was brought the last show at interviews. It, it gets brought up because you know how they start bringing up every two months that they want to implement it again. And they ask you, do you want to take it or not? So are you aware of uh, Project Mockingbird, it's called? Have you ever heard of that? That sounds familiar. I don't know what it is. In the 50s and 60s, uh, you know, this was when they allegedly stopped doing it, I think. But the CIA had embedded editors and journalists in every major outlet in the world running propaganda 24-7. Yep. That was their, that was Project Mockingbird came out. They admitted it. Uh, and so basically I want to tie all this together with the CIA bribing this, the, the investigators, because when I bring up that Borloff guy, this is the Pfizer CEO, he's on, on record saying that he met with the CIA weekly to talk about misinformation and disinformation when it comes to the vaccine and COVID like this, he literally was in meetings with the CIA every week, the CEO of Pfizer and then I see this CIA bribed an analyst to change lab leak conclusions. And then I go, well, Project Mockingbird. And I'm just that, going, but, but what the? But doesn't that just tie in with CIA or FBI being at Facebook, at Twitter, yeah. at being at, YouTube, at Google, yep. being at all this? What else? What other companies are there in that we don't even know of that they're mm-hmm. whatever agenda? What mm-hmm. as Whatever they're moving the head of the beast to turn to, you know, are they in Procter and Gamble? Are they in um, Northrop Grumman? They are. are. They in, no, they are. Yes. You know? Remember that? Uh, there was a we we had him on the show. There was a CEO of uh, it wasn't Bud Light, but it was like one of the large kind of uh, conglomerate. Dang, I wish I could remember that. What that was? It wasn't Pepsi. Maybe it was Pepsi, but his job before being a ceo was a cia the guy that uh, took over bud bud uh was it a bud light uh, bud light yeah the guy took over bud light yeah, his whole job that he was super a CIA suspicious whatever. looking yeah. you know yeah. i mean I, yeah. maybe you get out of the cia and become a ceo at bud light but i mean he was ceo of another company before bud light too so it's just anyway i don't know who knows it's all speculation at that point but i i, I remember I, a lot of times too why you pick a ceo I learned this when I was at a, a selective for a, I believe it was a principal or a director for for a Head Start. And one of the criterias was why there was people that were very qualified. And there was this one gentleman that wasn't very qualified. And the reason they selected him was his contacts in Sacramento. 
So because he knew people in Sacramento and then can get some money, extra money from them or smooth, that's why he got voted for. Not because his credentials, what he did in teaching or help develop little kids, because there was great candidates with that credential, but he got in because of his hookups in Sacramento. So I can see things like that happening for these jobs like that. Bro, what can you do for us over there? Personal lobbyist or something. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So we're into our good news segment here, and this kind of gets back to what uh, Mutt Dog was saying about New Mexico. They already, like, I think the day after she put that ordinance in, uh, they had a big old rally with everybody basically walking around open carrying, <laughs> you know, oh, wow. just throwing it in her face. Uh, all the police were there. Nobody got arrested. They didn't arrest a single person for open carrying in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Was this uh, happened Sunday? Uh, I yeah, think, yeah, 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 must have been Sunday. You know, from what I've heard, this is one subject matter that even a liberal and a Democrat, or no matter how, you tell them they can't have a gun, I think it unites us pretty good because there's even liberals that believe in having a gun, dude. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. They want to protect themselves, too. Nothing nothing woke up a liberal than the the riots this summer of love. Because yeah. you hear all these people were knocking these celebrities who, who didn't... We were at, anyways, you heard all the stories. Yeah, Karen Bass had her gun stolen. She, <laughs> in you know, now the LA mayor, but this was before she was an LA mayor. Wow. Just before, yeah, her gun was stolen. It was like, oh, but I thought you were anti-gun. Well, it was because of that, you know, no, defund the police. She, she was like, I'm getting a gun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Daily skeptic. Uh, Novak. Um, Dude, how do you say his name? Dude. Djokovic. Novak Djokovic. It's Djokovic. Yes. Djokovic, probably. Yeah. Stuck it more to, York. Dude, come on. I'm trying to read here, buddy. Stuck it to the two countries who locked him out during COVID. This is the guy that would not get the shots. Uh, oh, yeah, that was in Australia. Yeah, he got kicked out. Got out. Uh, would not. They wouldn't let him into Australia. Wouldn't let him into the U.S. Um, they finally let him in two years later, and he ends up winning both of those. The reason, they want him, the reason they didn't want him to go in there because all he does is kick ass. That's the, why they didn't want him in there. The funny thing is, too, is he was playing a, a Russian. So it was him and a Russian in the uh, in the U.S. Open, <laughs> which oh, is wow. kind of funny, I think. Uh, I bet you pissed some ass, Ukrainians man. off. Guy just kicks ass. Yeah, it's uh, there was something that... Uh, I didn't get an article or anything on it, but this weekend... Our big dumb mouth was talking about it. They had some rally where they were uh, in Florida. They were basically rallying with Nazi flags and all this stuff. Wow. And there is a, there's a weird correlation because this weekend, I know this is going to be a long thread here. This weekend, the Ukrainian president, Zelensky, made a kind of a, I wouldn't even say it was a veiled threat. It seemed pretty open to me that, if we, he basically said, if we don't keep funding them and Europe doesn't keep funding them, that that could cause people, Ukrainian people around the world to like get pissed. And he was, he was kind of like insinuating that maybe they would uh, cause trouble in other countries is kind of what, what he was getting at, which was, you know, it was, I don't know. That's the way I took it. Do you say that directly or is Uh, that just how you interpret it? No, I mean, he said it pretty directly. I mean, certainly there's probably, I mean, 
if America was attacked and you were in a different country, you'd certainly feel the same way. If other, if Canada wasn't giving aid, you'd be pretty pissed. Mm. Bro, when you're funding their whole army and yeah. you're telling me that you're going to cut my funding, I would like, I'm going to cut it right. I want to see. I want to see what you're able to do because that just, that just proves that it's a puppet regime. And they're standing on 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 a house of cards, and on, on it's about stilts to, made by other countries. Well, yeah. again, and and we've talked about this. It's it's we just I don't know if you've seen, but uh, Kim Jong Un just rode a nice train, a Who? beautiful train, Kim Jong Un, down to Russia to go meet Putin. He didn't ride on no other thing. He rode on that train. Yeah, on he what? Trains. On what though? On that uh, that uh, silk silk road trail that they've been building. Yeah. So he rode freely through all that war zone on a train. Well, he didn't go through. He rode from yeah. his island, from his area. He didn't fly there. He rode yeah, a train into yeah. Moscow. Yeah. No, I know that, but it, he didn't go through like Ukraine because he would have. Well, where where did Russia. you think he went his train route? Well, Ukraine is further west of okay. Russia. What's well, on the know. on the by the sea, right? By the bot by the. No, they he would have to go on a major major detour yeah. to get okay. To Ukraine for Russia. I'm bad with my geography. Yeah, Special K knows his geography, buddy. Okay, so but he did go to Russia, right? <laughs> he went to Russia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> have you like going? From Do you see the, the nice train he showed Salt up on too? Have you seen the train that he showed up in? Oh, no, it's massive. It's crazy. It's beautiful. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, he owns the entire country, so he's got a lot of money. You heard he doesn't... He no, no, only no, but sh- it, was, it, was, it wasn't all shoddy looking like you would think he'd be riding in. It oh, was no. nice. No, that, of course, yeah. He spends all the money on himself. He's a... What's yeah. way more interesting than the train, mm-hmm. my dog, is that he never poops. He only poops in his own toilet, and they incinerate his shit. And basically bag it up so that no genetic material. Yeah. He, uh, no, I've, yeah. Isn't that for a reason, though? Nuts. Because it's weird. He's nuts. <laughs> it's pretty no, weird. It's for a reason, isn't it? It's a I reason. I think Madonna does he that, too. doesn't want someone to clone him. Yeah. That, or they can investigate about what he's got going on, and they can attack would, him in that way. No. No. Yeah. He'd deny it. He doesn't care. He owns uh, his entire yeah. Like, yeah. You know, propaganda machine, so. There had some more good news from Zero Hedge. A pardon issued for dad who exploded with rage over daughter's transgender bathroom rape. Oh, that's the London County? What uh, happened? What happened to the dad? A uh, pardon issued. Cool. So he's he he was arrested See, bro, though, and that's at in one California. Point. Of course it is. He got out, dude. They basically arrested him that night when he you know, freaked out on the He got some hope for California. Yeah, that's good. How long ago had uh, his uh, Jeez. incident happened? It was a, a couple while of years ago. ago just yeah. about when they were oh, talking really? about this. Yeah. Oh, and the dude went in there and raped his daughter, dude. Yeah, that's terrible. And uh, kid, the kid. And they that, covered it up. The whole school covered it up. And he just oh. got sent to another school. And he did at another school. Exactly. There you go. Got to get that in there, too. Oh, well, you know, they did that with Catholic priests, too. It's freaking terrible. Uh, here's some it's more Ted Nugent. On. Uh, some more good news for this is an old one too. I want to say nineties. What's 
Second Amendment, uh, gun control. You've been on the uh, NRA's board since 95, mm -hmm. and this is a subject that you maybe feel more strongly about than any other. I believe that a Make your case. I believe that a person's uh, moral compass can be determined by how he references free men the right to defend themselves. The Second Amendment is so obvious to me, it's, it's insane that there's an argument. God gave, let's, let's pretend there is no document. Let's pretend brave families didn't leave the tyrants and the slave drivers of Europe so that they could practice the religion of their choice, so that they could speak out without being murdered, that they could produce wool without the king's men coming and taking it from them every season of harvest. Let's pretend none of that happened. Let's just pretend this guy named Ted Nugent parachuted onto earth and woke up one morning and saw these wonderful resources and had dreams of excellence and being the best that I could be. I don't need a document, and I don't need another man to explain to me that I have the right to defend my gift of life. And that there is an argument in America from Hillary Clinton, from Barbara Boxer, Diane Feinstein, from a whole gaggle of numbnuts who would try to tell me they will dictate where, how, and if I can defend myself. I find that preposterous. Mm -hmm. I find it unacceptable, and I will not accept it. I am a free man. Don't tread on me. A good, law-abiding citizen, not convicted of a felon. The Second Amendment of our Bill of Rights is my concealed weapons permit. Period. Mm. That's it? That's it. So no limitations of any kind that you no. can see? None. That's it. The limitation should be instead of arresting people for molesting children 24 times, I would rather the dad walked into the room, found a person molesting that child, and blew his brains out. I would rather that the lady in Massachusetts last month, who was taking her daughter to soccer, uh, who was carjacked by a recidivistic maggot who'd been in the prison system all his life, but was let out again because we feel sorry for him. Maybe he had a bad childhood. Instead of her being hijacked and murdered, I'd rather she just shot the bastard dead. But in Massachusetts, somebody decided she can't do that. So she's dead. I would rather she was alive and the carjacker was dead. I'm weird. Mm -hmm. I, would, I would rather that the guy who beat this lady to within an inch of her life in Waco, on parole was he, phenomenal and beat her to within an inch of life in front of her grandchildren with a whiskey bottle, I would rather she fell to the ground, pulled out a thirty-eight, and shot him six times in the chest and killed him. Am I weird? Because the guy is going to get out again. Mm -hmm. I don't like repeat offenders. I like dead offenders. <laughs> <laughs> it's properly there. Dang, that's an old one, too. It's crazy. Like, he's talking about criminals being let out and this had to have been the 90s that was a very long time ago based right? on the hair yeah so like this i mean it's like mud dog always says it's nothing new man <laughs> it's been going on forever yeah. it's definitely ramped up it's the, just more prevalent they're, now they're they've turned turned it way up but it has always yeah i think it's, it's always, always occurred but yeah it's it's uh man that it kind of gets to that whole new mexico thing kind of what she was saying about you know because I feel threatened by your rights, I'm going to take your rights away. <laughs> you know, it's like, what it, the? It, it, it's like, again, people talk about, like, Missouri. They got two big towns, and the rest of that 
state is rural. They want them to go electrical and have no guns. Like, how are you going to survive in the country with an electrical vehicle and no gun? When, how, how long? I mean, I've been in places that are so boonies in Montana that there is one police officer. Well, how do you defend yourself to, against people? Or wild animals, for that matter. I mean, it's like mandatory in certain parts of Canada because of uh, polar bears. Like, you have to be out with a gun, a rifle. And what would you do when you have these nutcases that want to repopulate the wolf population? <laughs> what do you do as a human race? Well, I mean, there's there's good and bad things with the wolf population. They do their part to keep a nat- like a stable habitat, if you will. Um, you don't want them to overrun anything, but you don't want that with any species, really. What you, imagine you, if we have imagine because of that we have the same problem with those with the wolf that we have with the wild boars right now. Well, the wild boars grow a lot. They, they I understand that, but you give them like enough crabs. time. It's you like give crabs. enough time, a, a litter of four or five, you know, yeah. of of of, uh, of a cat. Certainly, yeah. No, I or of a dog, of a dog. I don't think. I don't think a dog will have what? I mean, like six pups at a litter. Give them enough time; they'll populate. A lot die early on because of starvation, and but still, still. Okay, on to the weird news. Next. Oh, weird! I got news. Uh-oh, what's that? What do you do now? Uh, get off me. Cookies. Uh, I don't know if this article is very good. <laughs> it seemed interesting to me when I read it, but maybe not anymore. <laughs> I can't even read her name, so that's going to be hard. <laughs> Basically, it's the woman with the longest legs in the world. She's okay. a Russian lady. Okay. And uh, I found it super fascinating, <laughs> but maybe I was just like more fascinated with her legs. Could have been that. Let's go to the next one. I'm more of a short woman kind of short lady type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Tall is like maybe because there's so many tall women in my family. Like, nah. Huh. <laughs> okay. Alleged mad pooper spokesman says pooping in public is First Amendment issue. I'm kind of biting on OBDM's turf here, but there has been a Colorado lady for, I think, five years now. Yeah, this is 2017, and she's still doing it, apparently, that has some sort of uh, bowel issue, and so she'll basically, like, be running and then just poop right in your lawn as she's running by. Does she uh, clean it up? Nope. She just keeps going. Uh, I'd find out where I live. A woman, a jogger who has been... Recently identified as Shirley has been terrorizing residents by stopping during her runs and literally pooping on their lawns. Yesterday, however, a man came forward claiming to be Shirley's spokesman and explained her behavior in a video. Uh, she basically has a uh, medical issue is what he claims. So why don't you just stay home then? <laughs> who, who shot the video? That's a good question. I don't know. Or is that just... That's probably that... like a door, door cam video or something. But... uh I don't know. It's like we have to tolerate everyone's stuff on. Oh, see, because of that, you have to tolerate it. 
I'd pick up the shit and take it over to her house and leave one of my own. Hmm. There you go. And always bring my dog over there and encourage all my neighbors to do the same. Do like Al Bundy did, just eat a bunch of food, real stuff, and then go and then go. Until she realizes what it feels like to have um, feces on your lawn. I, I can't help it either. Eh? How about on your chest? Yeah. Uh, Zero Hedge. This one I would like to talk about a little bit. It's very bizarre. Trans Spox, uh, that's spokesman, says, that's a hard uh, title there. Let's let's do tranny spokesman says Ukraine will hunt down Russian propagandists around the world. I'm serious, you guys. This is a uh, this is U- the Ukrainians spokesman for the world. This this dude right here. And it's hard to it's going to be hard for listeners because you're not going to be able to see this guy. But it's a man with a wig. And, and you know that the American people are paying for her, right? Right. They, this is the second time they've just come out and talked like this. Wait, that's a trans person? Russia hates the truth that their obsessive focus on a Ukrainian volunteer is simply allowing the light of the Ukrainian nation's honesty to shine brightly. Next week, the teeth of the Russian devils will gnash ever harder, and their rabid mouths will foam in uncontrollable frenzy as the world will see a favorite Kremlin propagandist pay for their crimes. And this puppet of Putin is only the first. Russia's war criminal propagandist will all be hunted down, and justice will be served as we in Ukraine are led on this mission by faith in God, liberty, and complete liberation. So weird, you guys. It's like... And our tax dollars are paying for that. The thing that freaks me out is... Where is this being broadcast? This is uh, Twitter on no, X. I mean, where was that video supposed she is to a, be? The official what Ukraine. was that audience designed for? Yeah. English-speaking spokesman for Ukrainian military. So they're, the sp- they're playing that to the Ukrainian military? To us. No, that's just Twitter. It just goes out. It's worldwide. No, I'm saying who's that person supposed to be trying to give their message to? Not everybody. To no, everybody. Well, in oh, this one, everybody? she was giving yeah. it to the Russian propagandist. That's her message to. Well, it's, I think it's to everybody, but yeah, it's specifically that's to That's what them. she's supposedly, yeah. or it's supposed to be addressing. My problem I mean, is I know what they're saying, but I just uh, like who was the target audience for that? The Russian filming. propagandists. Um. So, do you? I'm curious. Uh, there goes my headphones. Do you? Um, is Ukraine winning or is Russia winning? Have you? What have you heard? Oh, I stopped listening. Okay, to that. I really didn't give okay. a shit anymore. That's probably the best. Uh, the best outlook to take. Uh, I am a little concerned because I have consistently said Ukraine is losing and Russia's winning and it's impossible for them to ever win. And uh, I've said a lot of things about Ukraine. A lot of, uh, you know, we got the the Nazi remnants from the, the Azov battalion running around. But, you know, we can't talk about that. So I don't know that that's like. Part of their government, per se. I think it's a goldmine for all the countries involved. I, we've talked about this. I think Russia is using this also to motivate their citizens to build up their military. Whatever, dude. Get their economy going. 
<sighs> and we're using it for whatever we're using it for. I think this is just a propaganda war by both sides. By everybody. Yeah, it's possible. I'm not uh-huh. sure. I stopped paying attention because I was just like, we're spending so much money there, and we have so many problems of our own. I don't know why we can't just like see our own tax money, you know, go back into our pockets in some 100%. way. They gave the Hawaiian residents seven hundred and fifty. Yeah, that's such a slap in the face, dude. And you're giving the money to Ukraine, and you're going, yeah. This is what gets is. mad. If we saw that our citizens were being taken care of, no one would be upset. You helping yeah. other people, but yeah, like if we have the the, the surplus. To yeah. Do that. But right now, like everybody is freaking hurting, dude. Dude, just go buy groceries right now. Oh, I know, dude. And then gas is pushing six bucks a gallon. We almost got the seven during the panty. Stupid <laughs> shit is going on. Everyone freaking out. Making freaking scooters get expensive. <laughs> uh, next article, Sin City Cyber Siege. What is M- this? MGM oh, Resort properties oh, paralyze wow. an extremely rare attack. Uh, they have, I think they said. Door uh, cards didn't work. Yeah, you read about couldn't that. Go, nice. Couldn't go on their website. That was all shut down, everything MGM. What do you think? I told you I had a teacher who, who taught tech and everything. She thinks that these people have let their guard guards down and the money that they used to pay for cyber protection they've all like cut the budget either outsourced it or did other things where they don't longer have like their own cyber team anymore to take care because you would hear that a lot of these hotels were always like up in front with all the technologies but that's what my teacher would now blaming is that these companies are they're just not paying the money that they used to pay to, for protection. Every, you know, that, that's the thing about um, cybersecurity is like it's an ever-changing thing. That's why I got out of tech a long time ago because you can't stop learning. You have to keep constantly on top of it because there's always someone on the other side trying to figure out how to exploit it so that they can get in because that's such a high for them. It's it's just like going to doing a smash and grab or something like that, but on the cyber side, if you will. Yeah, it's, makes sense. It's, a, it's an ego boost to them because trust me, I used to play with viruses and just just to see how they worked back in the like you know XP years, Windows XP years. But it's I, I it was fun to check out, but you're always on top of it, so no cybersecurity will ever be 100%, 100% of the time, all the time. It just can't. Eventually, it's going to get exploited, and that's what this happens. And when you crack that code, the risk is super high. Might as well ask for a demand. Yeah. Yep. To yep. pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major This, this was the warning right, that we've, we've heard. That's Klaus Schwab. That the cyber attack would be the next big, uh, the big deal. Mm-hmm. Especially if your money is all digital. That's the, yeah, yeah. 
mm-hmm. the fact that a um, AI could probably do that if it just decided it didn't like you too. Speaking of AI, I read an article that said that the IRS is using AI software to determine who to go after now. Makes sense. And I just happened to get an IRS. Uh, they're auditing me. And and it's literally a, an automatic computer program that's doing this now. I was, what, what could I, go wrong, everybody? I was curious. <laughs> do, do, you, do you know how? I don't. I, I don't know. But wow. when in your taxes have have you put down that you did like like bitcoins and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's uh, one of the red flags? I don't know. I mean, <sighs> because I, I'm curious if that's who. Because I had a report, but I know it was interested or not, where they're 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 looking about who these IRS people are actually auditing, and they're not auditing these big wealthy people. There's numbers that show that they're not auditing wealthy people. I've got the video if you want to hear about it, but well, I'm not wealthy, and they're auditing me. Yeah, well, what that's the? why I was interested in getting it because it's like I remember you're going through something like this. Yeah, my last story, Sky News. <laughs> Tennessee woman sets record for world's longest female mullet. Dude, she beat you? Wow. Well, yeah. he's not a female yet. <laughs> Have you seen him at certain <laughs> angles? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's not a mullet. It is. That's a long that hair. Dude, women have had long hair tail. like that forever. That's not a mullet. It does look like a rat tail or something. Yeah, that that's not a, a true mullet. Right there, man. No, that's well, a woman with long hair. It's short on the sides. No, 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 that's not a mullet. Hmm. I it's got to be like rest on does look like a rat Yeah, dude, it's supposed to be on the shoulder. It's shoulder length. Looks it's like a, a long rat it, tail. I'm not, I mean, you know, I mean, I've never had a proper mullet, but I've seen plenty of them. You're looking at one. Well, <laughs> nation. Well, brother, did you have a good time? Oh, for sure. Yeah. When you hear that music, on. that means Hollywood, he's. He's old. I'm tired. Wrap he it up. He's tired. Oh. He needs to wrap it up. It's our Goonies, you know. our Goonies so, music. Wrapped it. Did you enjoy yourself? Absolutely. Uh, is there any words you'd like to say? Something you think we should be thinking about? Something we didn't talk about? Something that gra- has grabbed your attention that you think? Oh, man. I think you should spend lots of segments on Newsome and expose that freaking light. Mm-hmm. SOV all the time, man. That guy is so full of crap. He doesn't even make sense. He doesn't talk like a human being. He talks like a robot mm-hmm. that just repeats buzzwords. Him and Trudeau, right? It's like the same dude. It's it's insane. interesting. It is a little. It's so insane how that guy speaks. Like, who says period full stop? Who the freaking hell says that? <laughs> Have you ever met any other human being that said that? It just sounds like they're programmed like a little robot. Yeah, period the- full stop. It's like... What the hell? You're not supposed there, to like, read the glitch? period. What? You're not supposed to say the period. Yeah. Oh, oh. End quote. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then in parentheses, full stop. You gotta keep stop talking. Stop talking. All right. Doesn't make sense. Makes sense. I I I uh I I think Hollywood and I agree with you on that. And it's difficult, especially in this state, to get anything about that guy. Really it's is. Hard to tell what he says. Very few. Anyways. Good. He's well, so pretty, though. And I love the Goonies. I don't know how you think he's good, pretty anyways. Well, you're welcome to come back anytime you oh, wish, yeah, man. Thank you. That'd All right. Fun. I know Hollywood will, will extend the invitation. And, well, Nation, you know what that sound is. Hollywood, again, is getting old. He he can't stay up. He has to ask to go to work. 
And well, my days of leisure may be coming to an end, and so uh, I'll enjoy the time I have right now. So we're gonna say good night. But before we say good night, you guys know the drill. Make sure that you continue to pray, because I'm telling you right now, the heathens are starting to back on their heels. They're saying, "Oh, Biden is coming up to uh, being impeached." Maybe the roosters are fine to come home, you know, lay those eggs or whatever the way they say it. But keep on praying, guys, because that's the secret. That's the only way we're going to get out of this. Because it's, uh, remember, this is spirits between good and evil, man. Remember that. So, well, I'll see you guys next week. I am OG Muttog. Thank you once again for letting us vent. And uh, remember the locals, find us there. Send us a message. Tell us how great Hollywood is producing the show. Because, man, it's been sounding banging the past couple of shows. I mean, I know it's I'm a little biased, but I think it's been sounding pretty good. All right? And don't forget, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us. I think uh, Hollywood got us back on. Did you get us back on Android? Android, Google, Google I, Apple. Should be Apple, everywhere. everything. Find us back. And we have an email address. I don't know it by heart. It's in the description. It's in the description. But again, send us a message. And please, as again, um, thank you. Have a good night. All right, guys. You made it to the end of the show. This has been an awesome show. This is the Good Times Culture Podcast. Make sure you give a thumbs up or review it. Tell someone about the show. Uh, we just appreciate and are, are very humbled that anybody would even make it to the end of the show and listen. Amen. So we love you guys for that. Uh, thanks. Uh, I say special K, but what was your call out again? Dirk McCurk. Dirk, Dirk McCurk. McCurk. Thanks again for coming over. We'll do it again soon. And um, we'll be back next week, Wednesday, praising you, God you. and exposing evil. Amen. <laughs> pray for us, guys. Don't forget. We'll pray for you.